The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Good day, WTF Landia listeners. I'm your host, Charbothe. Welcome to the room. Just welcome to the room. Nice to have you here to join us today. Today in this episode, we're going to look at these three words. Abolish, defund, and restructure. Well, those are, yeah, three words. Abolish, defund, and restructure. Okay, so abolishment. Abolishment means to rid of, get rid of, erase, take it away. You know, defund means to remove or take away funding and what was the other word restructure <laughs> well that means to rebuild okay so those are three words we're hearing uh, in 2020 or we've heard in 2020 so far in June of 2020 is those three words and we need to address them because all podcasts they matter so this opinion this variety show has an opinion that maybe matters no one really follows the opinions of WTF Landia but we have ears and we listen so we, we kind of, and we like to think, there's no question that if you popped into this room, your brain is hungry for knowledge, hungry for, <laughs> hungry for food of thought. Um, so let's talk about it. So we're hearing abolish, abolish, abolish the, 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 the police departments. All bad, all cops are bad cops. And see, it just really sounds as silly as, you know, all lives matter. It actually sounds sillier because, let's be real, if you're a grown person with your own thoughts, not being led, do you truly think that all cops are bad cops? Really? Because if you do, probably have some work to do. And that's okay. Because you know what? If you're alive, you're not done learning and growing. Okay, and let me just uh, let me just address it. You know, all cops are bad cops. Deal. It's just it's it's one of those things where it's not it's not a fact. <laughs> you can't just throw around. I mean, you can. You're free to do whatever you'd like, but you can't. You know, logically think that all of anything is bad. There certainly are a bad bunch. Of anything, right? So, I just, I just want to 
want to say that that's probably one of those thoughts that you too can erase even if and it's hard to erase and I'm not telling people what to do that's what I don't do here I just like to think even if you are on the receiving end of a bad of bad behavior from an individual cop you're gonna feel this message differently because you're like yeah I experienced it personally and I feel like da 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 and you're freaking so entitled to feel that way because listen ain't nobody gonna tell anybody who's experienced something in life how they should feel we can just say hey there's room for us to understand what to do with those feelings more right I don't know because we all gonna experience some stuff in life but as we grow what our what what we what we will definitely understand is that uh all of anything is not uh, true all peach all peach cobblers ain't great right I grew up making peach cobblers in a house full of you know no no peach trees but but canned peaches and uh and a great recipe that's been handed down to my family and so my particular family has the peach cobbler recipe dialed when you eat that dough that beautiful crispy golden buttery cinnamon and sugar peach cobbler dough honey that is yeah that we can say that that's definitely you know it's a good one but all peach cobblers ain't you know you've been to somebody's peach cobbler party aka backyard barbecue aka some sort of holiday get together Juneteenth some somewhere and you taste somebody's peach cobbler and right out the gate you know the crust ain't right you know that fluffy doughy crust that's not allowed it's not allowed Okay, so all peach cobblers ain't good, period. There you go. You see how silly that sounds? It's true. It's true. They're not all good. They're also not all bad. So, you know, we take what we will out of, you know, slogans and phrases and things, you know, all this, all that, whatever. Whatever, what what I I might think is that people might want to start to train their brains to think more along the lines of, you know, situations and circumstances rather than people and institutions. Now, institutions are definitely an offset of people and circumstances. So, hey, how do we build, how do we get to the, to the, you know, problem, the source of the issues that people are feeling? Issue restructure. Oh, I skipped to the third one. Yes, the third word. Restructure. Restructuring will allow a equal and even playing field for those who choose to make the best peach collars, who choose to do their jobs well and buttery and crispy and flaky and cinnamony, cinnamony sweet. You want to do your jobs like that rather than the doughy, sloppy, you know, ooey gooey cobbler you know so there's there's a choice right so then you restructure it when you actually look at the recipe you say you know what I actually I put in an extra cup of flour and it asked me to put in a third cup 
You put a whole extra cup in it. You know what that could do to dough? Oh, you just oh, restructure your life. So you get in there and you retrain yourself and you relook at that recipe and you restructure it to make it buttery, crispy, and sweet. Ah, kind of like what they're talking about over there about restructuring the system systems. The systems put in place, maybe in the fabric of certain police departments, in certain neighborhoods, you know, that 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 that's kind of like uh, they kind of ebb and flow off of each other, right? Because if you're taught to look at a group a certain way, because maybe they're not up to your standard, and if you're taught 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 to look at the other group a certain way because they carry a gun and they don't agree with your standard way of living, then that's the problem. So we have to fix it by marrying the two. And we marry the two by when we're defunding and restructuring. What was that second word in there? Reconstructing, defunding, or rebuilding. (laughs) sorry and rebuilding I think you know rebuilding is also absolutely just as important rebuilding meaning start from the ground up you can leave the structure in place because the structure looks nice but you need to dig out the nitty-gritty parts that feel toxic you know we spoke about this in another podcast that you know just you know like buildings need to be buildings that wish to be uh you know kept in its original form are usually needing to be destructured inside if you wanted to inhabit it you wanted to live in it but buy an older house but buy an historical home i'm probably going to need to take out the things that were initially there so that i can my family and i can inhabit this place in a healthy way same as the structure of societies not just America but all around the globe so all of anything is not going to do any of nothing unless we abolish things like all of this is this and all of that with that is all of this is that and we start saying how can we rebuild so that we all can be included We all can have a fair chance. We all can succeed and complete our, you know, life's mission and calling and do what we're placed on this earth to do. Because everybody on this earth has a particular, I don't know, calling card or I don't know, playing, you know, player. Everybody's a player in this game of life. And we don't want to speak so... Uh, invasively as to say that all of anything, all of cops are bad cops, all blacks are bad bad blacks, all whites are bad bad whites, all this is that, this is just all so divisive and all so untrue, okay? It's okay to be angry and address the structure of change. I do it in my podcast all the time, you know? I just say how I have written it out in my head and what I say, what I see that I think, uh, you know, is going on around the world. But, you know, if we can visually get a, a, a grasp on, on, on 
the idea that what we're looking at when it comes to a suit, a skin suit or a blue suit, is not representative of all of nothing. All it is, is person to person. If you're a person that needs to make sure you leave thoughts at home when you put on a, a, a professional suit, then you need to do that, you know? If we black folks feel like we've been given the least of everything, in a lot of cases we have, we gotta do the most with what we can. We have to build our communities up. We have to build ourselves up. Stop fighting each other. We talked about that. I see it happening too. The gangs are coming together. It was all a, f- it was all a formality. Gangs was not not an actual thing. <laughs> I mean, it was. It is, but it's not a thing that will push our community to be great. There's two beautiful colors, you know, in battling because. We were pitted against each other that way, and we stopped thinking that way. You know, we start educating each other just like the other groups can educate each other. You think everybody who's white that lives in Tennessee and uh, Virginia, you think they're all, you know, wanting black folks to die and thinks that all black folks are bad? Nah, I don't think so. I think a lot of people are awoke to the fact that, you know, black people are human, deserve a chance at life. You know, and if we think about it, when it comes to those careers, since we're talking about that, this, you know, rebuilding, reconstruction, reconstructing versus abolishment, we need to, you know, I'm just wondering because, you know, again, I studied law, so I just, I understand the importance of, first of all, people having jobs in a career that they're passionate about, you know, if you're a police officer and you're passionate about it. You're looking at this defund the police thing. You're thinking, hey, bro, first of all, I understand. And I'm with you guys. And the idea is that these, this, this, this career that I'm in needs to be restructured and rebuilt, no doubt. But abolished. Ugh, try to take away my livelihood. I got family to feed. And that's just facts. You know, we got to stop thinking on a, you know, tinier scale and think broad. Think broad, because I promise you, everybody that took that job to be a, a police officer, a cop, is not vibing with the rules, you know, not with the rules, but with the things that they're saying. <laughs> I'm just hearing it, you know, I'm hearing it, actually, from different cops. I've actually spoken to some. They're like, we, like, I get exactly what this means, and I wish... I wish that people knew that we get it. We just don't want to lose our jobs and we understand it needs to be restructured. And I, I, I applaud that because uh, to be honest, unless you talk to, you know, a bunch of police officers in varying different account- accounts, you're not going to understand how they come, where they're coming from. We're not even hearing their voices right now. Maybe they should get together in March and then get on those, you know, loudspeakers and let us know how they feel. Because this ain't, this should not, let's not turn this into some sort of a militant attack against people who actually, like I said before, sit here to protect and serve, not to take our lives indefinitely because of some hate. Okay? That's the rebuilding and the restructure that needs to happen. Because if you put that on and you feel invincible to take away a life because you think it's animalistic and dark and 
and you don't think it believes to breathe, and that's a problem that needs to be. That thought and ideology needs to be abolished, rebuilt, and, in- and restructured. And then we have a playing field where, you know, the class of 3020 literally, literally don't even remember. Well, they do because of history. Or I mean, they're writing their own history. But they don't remember that this happened. You know, actually, you should always remember your history. But they don't have to see it happen to them daily. This is where we want to go. This is how we want to do We want people to thrive. We want people to have careers that they're passionate about. And we want people to be able to protect us. Somebody coming into your house. Look, they're breaking into the cars out here all the time. East fan, bike, stealing capital, probably of the world. I don't know. I want to say so. Because I've had five bikes stolen from my house. You know, if they come, they're breaking, they've broken into my car. Slap, you know, crashed out the windows. And so when they come and they do that, I need to be able to call somebody. I can't call. You know? I can't call the Black Panther. He all the way over in Wakanda. And I don't even know where Wakanda, Wakanda is. So that's not an option for me. Okay? Can't ring-a-ling a doll up the Black Panther and tell him to come handle that business. I need to call them people to have on their car to, prater- to protect and serve. I need to have them get here quicker. They're probably quicker than Wakanda trip. You know? That's my guy. No, he could probably get here quick, but no. No, we know. Let's be practical. We need to call the people that are put in place to protect us. That's their job. That, again, that's their job to protect us. That is their job. They work for the people. And a lot of them know that. And a lot of us need to understand that ripping those jobs away from people who absolutely want to do their job brilliantly. And this is no nut coddling podcast here. Uh, uh, this is a just a uh, introspective approach to, you know, being practical about things in life. And as you grow, when you get to get older, you know, uh, older fogey starts to think about actual things that are actual real in life that really well actually real but actually really makes sense you know it's just and some of these things that we're seeing right now just don't make sense because if you just abolish you know a policing system we're we're in trouble folks you know do you really trust your neighbor sarah down the street she's been watching you leave every day just waiting to slide in and steal them grapes because you get the strawberry grapes from the organic farmer's market that she can't make it to every Saturday. She watches you bring it in. She watches you bring those organic. Oh, have you guys tried those organic grapes that taste like cotton candy? It ain't even right how they do that. I don't know how they do it. Maybe they water it with cotton candy water. In which in, in which case, how are they organic? And how, how is that even okay? But they taste so good. So Sarah watches you. You know, Sarah works till 1.30 in the afternoon on Saturday. And the farmer's market closes at, you know, 1.30. And you've already returned home. She knows that every Saturday she can't make that. You've never offered to buy her those cotton candy organic grapes. But she watches you bring them in through her window every day. You know, it's Saturday at 1.30. You drop, you come in, drop off. Slide those organic cotton candy grapes in your fridge and you leave because you have other things to do with your family 
Sarah notices you're gone. She's watching. Oh, she knows that side door is open. Duh. You keep shouting it out the windows. Guys, if I'm gone, just open. So she, she goes and slides in there. You know? She's in the fridge. You have two fridges in your house. So she's looking through the first fridge. You know? You double back because you forgot your sunglasses in the house. So you, you know, jump out the whip, park the car, jump out the whip, walk up the stairs, come to the house. And there's Sarah in the second fridge doing something that she's, well, there's Sarah in your house. There's not supposed to be there. What are you doing, Sarah? Why are you, whoa, whoa, why are you in my house? You know what, bud? I just, I've seen... I just, I've seen you bring these in every day and I can't make it because I'm on a phone call until 1.30 every day with my job and doesn't allow me to go get these grapes. You know, you're not bringing them back so I came in just to, you know, grab a few. You're in my house, Sarah. Calling the cops. You sit down right there on the couch. You know? Oh, at this point, the cops are abolished. Not only are they defunded, but they're not restructured because we've abolished them. And so now, and Wakanda's out of view. So I got to whoop her ass. And I don't want to do that in my house. I'm going to have a good day. And she might whoop my ass back because she's mad. She got pent up aggression about these uh, cotton candy grapes I never offered to bring her home. Knowing I should know her schedule that she don't get off work till 1.30. And she ain't going to never make a farmer's market. Do you give my drift? You dig? The point is, Sarah shouldn't be in my house stealing my cotton candy grapes by no means. And I'm going to need to phone somebody to come and remove her from the premises unless I want to act like a law officer myself. And I'm not trying to get my hands gritty. I look cute. I got an afternoon lunch date. Sarah, you can't get these hands. You'll get, I'll get sweaty. So I need some law. I need some backup. Backup. I need some law officers. Ones that want to do their job and, you know, remove Sarah from my home and do all the proper things that they should do to see that she doesn't come in my house and get into the second and or first refrigerator and just start landscaping in there for things that she might need that I might have their job is to come in there and say no their job is definitely also not to come in my house and choke Sarah to fuck Ooh. we don't we don't curse here on WTF Landia but that, as the story involves I have to roll back my thoughts there for roll back my words and therefore certain half half curse words will make its way out, but the full curse words usually don't. And we're back. Okay, so you know, so I I don't need I don't need the cops to choke her out and or you know put a knee in her neck and rough her up. I don't want that. I want Sarah to know no you know no. Just call me, text me, and say, Shar, do me a favor, be a civil servant. And just do, you know, bring me back that ba- that bag. And then, you know, there's then we have an agreement. We have an understanding. I don't have to call them. But if I do call them, I don't want Sarah dying because I made that phone call. It's just not okay. Period. She don't deserve to die because she wants some grapes. No one deserves to die because they wanted to make an extra buck. No one deserves to die because they are under, you know, the influence of some bad drug because they're trying to deal with life. You know, I hear that they're saying George was on this drug and that drug. Ain't nobody okay and nothing. But you know what? Nobody can tell somebody they need to die because they are dealing with things. 
Sarah was emotionally distraught about the grave. She came in there and she was dealing with things. She made that decision. She don't deserve to die over it. Okay, that's where the restructuring needs to happen within these departments. We realize, you know, we're not going to okay behavior. And that's the, the job of the police is to hold people responsible for their behaviors, not to kill them purposely, not to take their aggressions and their beliefs to the workforce with them. And that's it. I'm not going to talk about it further because I think we've already, now we've made it now that we understand the, you know, the cotton candy grapes. We get it. We get it. It, it made it simpler for us to understand that abolishment of, of that department is, the, is silly. Absolute abolishment of the racist ideologies and thoughts. Yup. That's a fact. Restructuring of neighborhoods putting in place avenues for kids to go and learn and grow and walk hand in hand with with uh people who are there to protect and serve and saying this is what gets you know this is what you know gets me in trouble this is what i run into every day this is why i need your help and this is why we need to work together so we see a better see we're all so confused by this whole stuff already that everybody thinks everybody's bad and it's going to take a little time to scratch that off our brains. It just is. We've already got that in there. So I bet, especially if you're watching images and you're watching, you know, everything that we're all watching, social media, news, this and that. It's all, it's all something, right? But being that we're adults, anybody who comes into this room, man, it's so, first of all, you're human. You're from everywhere, too, from that, that are here. You know, you're from all over the world, and that is super cool. So you just get things on a level of just practicality. And I appreciate you for coming in and having a little view of this, you know, this here. Jazz house, this here, here. snuggle joint. <laughs> Thank you, as always. I truly, truly, truly thank you for joining uh, WTF Landia Room. I'm your host, Char Bothay. You can have a little, you know, glimpse into my life at Love Char Michelle on Instagram. And also give us a follow at WTF Landia Radio, which I am finding it very difficult to, you know, personally run. Uh, so I, I, I do very little with that. But um, I thank you again for, for coming in. I thank you that we are responsible for changing the narrative for the future of our youth and literally we are responsible for abolishing restructuring and eradicating ooh there's a new word and rebuilding uh, our, our, our dreams and our, and our, and our hopes and our, and our lives I'm Charbo Thay WTF Landia Radio. Have the most amazing and wonderful, wonderful day. Later. Bye, 
assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or Completeness, completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.